Hi, welcome to the Workday Podcast. I'm Mark David, Senior Director of Industry Strategy for Professional Services at Workday. Today, we're going to talk about key opportunities and challenges for professional services firms. We're going to look at the impact of digital business processes on this industry and dive into one of the hotter topics, professional services automation. To help us explore this topic, I'm very excited to have our guest speaker, Margo Visitation, join us. Margo is a Vice President and Principal Analyst at Forrester Research. Margo, I see you've been very busy just by the amount of research you've been publishing over the last couple of months. So really, thank you for your time today. Before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and some of the research you've been doing lately? Hi there. Sure, I'd be happy to. I'm a vice president and principal analyst with Forrester Research, and my area that I focus on and that I write about is all around planning and delivery. So I look at how organizations go about uh, executing best practices in delivering projects and making portfolio decisions around technology projects that they're going to be delivering. So in a sense, I help our clients in understanding what are the best practices in project management, um, how to work most effectively with contractors in terms of managing projects, and uh, across the board, what are the best technologies and solutions to help organizations manage products, programs, projects, and portfolios more effectively. Okay. People, process, and technology. I like it. So that's great. Let's Wrap get... it all up in one package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get started on some of the more specific topics today that we'd like to get into and explore with you. Um, so let's talk about some of the critical challenges affecting the topic du jour, professional services industry. What does your research uh, reveal about the current challenges and market factors impacting this industry? Oh, I think there are a number of challenges impacting this industry. Number one is, is sheer competition um, and competition for, for winning uh, engagements with customers. Customers today are very savvy about the technologies uh, that they are uh, going to be implementing or, or they're also very savvy about various business products and services that they're going to be delivering. And uh, the speed to deliver on engagements is another challenge. Everybody wants their particular uh, set of services delivered as quickly as possible in the most cost-efficient way as possible and with the highest quality. Because competition is so fierce, you know, you really have, you know, uh, professional services firms have to work very hard to win, serve, and maintain their customers and really grow the relationships. So it's really all around, you know, competition, knowing that, you know, talent is so scarce, finding the right types of talent to deliver the right services. And we've seen some surveys where, you know, over 50% of CEOs um, have serious concerns about having the right skill set to help their companies differentiate themselves. Yeah, they're, they're being transformed and impacted greatly by their industry peers, the competitive landscape and the market, it sounds like. Yep. So you talk a lot about the key challenges and opportunities for digital business today in all of your research. So just fascinating. I love the fact that you're looking at how companies and firms can transform their business. What are some of the, these key digital business practices that need to be picked up by professional services firms today? One is that true speed comes with automation, that you want your talent, your 
consultants to be able to serve their clients most effectively. So that means that they need information at their fingertips real time. So automation is what enables those teams that are working for your customers to be able to serve them most effectively, that they're not waiting around for decisions to be made, that they know that there might be any sort of risks or issues that impact the projects. They need to know that real time so that they can collaborate with their customers and make those decisions. You know, and the other area where automation is very important, it's a fact it's critical to consulting firms today is that not only do they need to be able to deliver fast, they need to be able to manage their business faster so that as they are delivering products and services to their customers, they can recognize the revenue that's generated by delivering these services or delivering these projects as quickly as possible so that you can keep growing your business and know that you can keep your key resources, your key project people, keep them busy, active, engaged, and billable as much as possible. Looking at their people, looking at their business practices, those especially affecting their customers' billing and revenue. So got it. I think very, very critical for this industry. One of the key topics that's out there is professional services automation or PSA, right? So mm-hmm. how, how do you define PSA? I know it's not necessarily a new topic, but again, it has increasing focus over the last couple of years. But where does this fall within the full portfolio and strategy landscape? Sure, sure. Professional services automation, you know, as we said, it's it's not exactly a new term. It's been around for a while. But what we're seeing is that the impact of digital is making firms recognize that PSA and PSA solutions are more important than ever before. So what is PSA? PSA, they are tools that help consulting firms or professional services firms run their business. It helps them identify and understand what opportunities are coming in. If you, if you really think about it, they're connecting the customer end of the front office where you are reaching out and working with um, potential customers or existing customers and connecting to the back office financial reconciliation. You know, PSA is the set of capabilities that helps a professional organization run their business. So it allows them to understand what opportunities are coming in to determine what are the best engagements to bid on, to be able to, once a uh, an engagement is signed, be able to get the right people on that engagement at the right time, manage the quality of the delivery of that engagement, manage the communication and the collaboration between the client and the consultants or the professional services firm. And then on the back office side, be able to handle the financial aspects of running your business. So being able to manage things like invoicing, billing, expenses, and then finally reconciliation so that you can manage the margins of a particular engagement and then recognize the revenue so that you can identify the the best strategies to continue to grow your business. So PSA solutions provide those capabilities to a professional services firm. And what we're seeing today is speed, competition, and increased, you know, customer savviness is are making professional services firms 
realize that they can't do this manually. You can't just rely on email and spreadsheets to run your business. You really need to have automation so that there are no areas of waste in managing your business and communicating with your clients. It's really where the rubber meets the road for these firms, right? So this is Mm -hmm. the core part of their business. How do they assign people? How do they uh, identify people for projects? How do they run those projects? How do they do all the billing and invoicing? So really kind of soup to nuts, you know, what these firms need to do. Uh, Yeah, and just to add one more thing, even from an internal operational perspective, you know, being able to develop that talent, because talent is so critical to the success of a professional services firm, you're only as good as your people, is helping know, you know, who's really performing and help develop, mentor, and and build that talent so that you can beat the competition. Just from an operational efficiency perspective, PSA gives you insight into your greatest secret weapon as a professional services firm, your talent. One thing you mentioned I thought that was interesting is you said the term has been around for a while, right? So this is not necessarily a new solution category, but it's getting additional focus now. So it's being being modernized, right? So what do you think is important and, and key for a modern PSA solution? I think that it is the ability to not just look at one aspect of running your business. It's not just about managing the projects. It's not just about resource management, getting your talent off the bench and making them billable. It's not just about revenue recognition. It's not just about invoicing and T&E. In days past, very often the solutions focused on segments of what was needed. What we're really seeing today is that PSA has matured and modern PSA is the solution that helps organizations actually run their business. So you're seeing the end-to-end process. And by having the insight into that and 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 having the ability to to provide capabilities for that end-to-end process, you know, the features that you need to actually engage with customers, manage that engagement, deliver strong customer satisfaction, and, and win repeat business, is what makes modern PSA so essential to professional services organizations today. You want to be able to automate from the moment you have a lead to something that you can respond to. You don't want to wait for somebody to be searching around in an email to find out that a lead has come through. You can't waste that time because you have competitors that are going after those clients just as aggressively. So you really need that automation to help you respond within the demand of of speed that we need today. So I think modern PSA recognizes that it's managing your business as a whole versus segments of the business. That's a very key lead into my next question. So thank you on that. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how a PSA solution touches the entire business, as you say, so related business processes within a professional services firm. Uh, We hear a lot about the need for today's PSA solutions that have tighter connection to the people-based processes at these organizations. So what are your thoughts around the value created by connecting the HR, HCM people processes with a solution area like PSA? People are the key product for a professional services firm. It's having that very critical and specific skill set 
that helps a professional services firm differentiate themselves. And I think it's the importance of having the PSA and, and, and talent management and HR work more closely together is being able to um, close the gap between finding the right talent, building the right talent, and nurturing that right talent to build the strongest workforce possible in a, in a professional services firm. Back in the day, and when I say back in the day, I'm talking 10, 15 years ago, probably even more so, it, it was all about getting people off the bench and getting them into billable situations. And while that could be profitable for a company, it wasn't necessarily good for the consultants themselves and it could burn them out and you would see high turnover rate from that perspective. I think what companies, especially professional services firms, are recognizing today is that they really have to nurture and build their workforce and grow their workforce and make their workforce you know, be empowered to deliver the best possible engagement, but also know that they have a, a work environment that brings value to them as a person. And I think having all of those technologies you know, working closely together the HR, HCM, and PSA really allows managers and leaders to develop their people more effectively and recognize when they are working at their, their optimum and not being overbooked to the point where they might experience burnout. So they can find that person who needs developing, help develop them. They can really nurture and, and, and maintain the, the optimum work experience for their, for their star performers and you know, help build the organization as a whole, because it is about the people today. When I talk to companies, you know, we talk about the term resource management, and resource management, it sounds very impersonal. It's really about managing your people most effectively, and, and companies are starting to wake up to that. Yeah, so no more burn and churn mentality of this industry. Exactly. So exactly, yeah. yeah, and really creating an employee-centric approach and culture and being able to differentiate on that and keep your best people is what I'm hearing is very critical for these firms. Much, yeah, very much so, much more than what we've ever heard before. So let's turn it on to the other side, right? So we also see the need for PSA solutions to be more tightly coupled with your financial processes. You were talking about the billing and the revenue and the invoicing processes. So completely makes sense. I can understand that. So what's the opportunities companies have from a financial perspective? If they're going to take a more modern PSA approach, they're going to invest in some digital uh, modernization, transformation, and they're going to put some technology around that. Where does the value come out on the financial side? Number one is obviously efficiency, being able to manage, you know, take less time to, to reconcile the books, to be able to, you know, invoice and receive payment back more effectively so that you have, uh, you know, better controls on revenue recognition. Um, the other area with automation is that there are always, uh, there are always regulatory changes. By having automation, not only does it help you manage regulatory changes more effectively, it also gives you audit trails. So when you are subject to audit, you have the data and the audit trail that's going to support the way that you are servicing your clients because so much of regulatory change is how companies show revenue recognition and, and that changes as tax laws change. So it is, you know, it's managing risk, 
It is obviously managing efficiency and optimizing. Nobody wants to take too long to close their books and be able to receive revenue and recognize and report on revenue because that's what's going to help you close your business. So the more that we can automate these processes, the less possibility there is for for error in reporting and risk, and and the more uh, that you can actually direct you know your critical people on the finance side to look at ways to actually help grow the organization and be able to manage finances and investments for growth more effectively. By making all these business process connections, it really does sound like professional services firms can get some pretty compelling insights, right? So I could see where they're now connecting their uh, project and customer information with the skills and learning requirements of their people understanding what skills do I have, what do I need to hire for, and where I might need to invest in more training. Exactly. Or where there may be opportunities for growth in a different area. Say you are a a technology services firm, a tech services firm, and there are opportunities that you're missing because you don't have the right skill set, but you see that it's an area that has potential for growth. By having all of this information, you could perform analysis to see where's your win-loss ratio, what's what's impacting that. Is that an area that we should be expanding into? You know, are there there regulatory issues that, that require us to have a different skill set to augment what we have already. When you see the the you know the impacts in areas like accounting and healthcare and various types of financial services, all of that automation gives you insights because it's collecting data that you're processing on a day-to-day basis, just serving your customers. And that wealth of information can really help a company grow strategically. You could also see the possibility that as a professional services leader, I could really attack some of the other key metrics in my business, like time to fill metrics from the standpoint of bringing in the right people into my firm. But I think what also gets missed sometimes is it's not just about bringing people in and recruiting people so I can have headcount available. It's really gets down to the individual client and assignment process, getting the right person with the right skills for, for that project that makes sense. Absolutely. When you think about it, you are a professional services firm. It grows through net promoter that you're going to work with, that that firm has provided you know, outstanding customer service and outstanding customer experiences. So they're winning repeat business. They're getting recommended as you know, employees in a, in a customer firm may go out to other companies. They have the uh, experience of working with a professional services firm, so that referral becomes incredibly important. And what that does help you do is, it's not just about you know, it's not just about employee retention, although again, essentially critical. All of that insight lets you understand what the possibilities are for your business and how you can improve customer experiences, how you can create new customer experiences. And that's what helps a company grow. Also, by connecting PSA to financials here, you could really provide a much clearer line of sight around things like project profitability and 
understanding impacts to decisions you might be making at the individual project or customer level. And sometimes that's completely disconnected to the overall financial considerations of the firm. So really seeing an opportunity as well to manage more tightly the profitability and the revenue down to the customer and engagement level, and then bring that back into the overall financial performance of my professional services organization. What you just touched upon is one of the key reasons why we're seeing such growth in the interest in PSA. Ten years ago, five years ago, if a services firm couldn't bill for the technology it used, they tended not to invest. And they ran their companies quite manually. And while it was possible to do it when you were of a certain size, if you wanted growth, You needed to have a level of transparency that manual processes and manual tools just did not provide. And what you described, that end-to-end visibility, is what is absolutely essential today for real growth in a company. And real growth in a company can be expanding an existing customer basis, that you're not taking uh, advantage of opportunities or you're not, you know, improving what might not be the best customer experience simply because you just didn't have the insight into how effectively or efficiently your your uh, consultants were working on a project. So all of that visibility is what empowers companies today to be far more effective. You did hit the nail on the head, and that's what we see when I get asked questions from my clients about, you know, what, what can PSA do for me? It is that end-to-end visibility that can help you improve your customer experiences, grow those net promoter scores, and, and be able to have those examples that help you win even more business going forward. Yeah, Margot. I mean, inertia hits us all, right? Especially when we're running the day-to-day operations of our existing business. Not everyone is taking steps to transform their their business. Any final thoughts you have for professional services firms that aren't including PSA as part of their technology roadmap? I think that one of the things that they need to think about is how much time are your Account people, your project managers, your teams spending on manually creating information around decision making. How much time are they actually wasting in doing that to to get an answer back to a customer versus having something available at their fingertips, having that information available at their fingertips that will allow them to manage a project more effectively that's going to actually bring greater value to the customer and greater revenue to you. How much time is spent in administration? How many projects do you manage at X margin but believe that with a little bit more insight, you could do X plus five? And if you take a look at that, you know, that administrative time that is spent, that should be spent with your customer, that's being spent on gathering information, perhaps the burn and churn of resources because you're going back to the same pool over and over again, that's causing you to not optimize the people that you have today. If you're looking at just some of those administrative areas of waste, that creates a pretty compelling case for looking at PSA more closely. If you're thinking about you know, margins, what ways can you actually increase your margins over time 
that's a good impetus to look at PSA tools. So it's really, you know, am I working harder or am I working smarter? And the future of work, if you want to exist and if you really, really want to compete, you know, today and going forward, you can't work harder. Everybody works too hard. You've got to work smarter. Okay. Well, Margot, great, great insights. And, and that's all the time we have for today in our conversation. Unfortunately, I think you and I could go on for a little bit longer and talk about this <laughs> yeah, topic. Yep. <laughs> yep. So th- thank you, Margot, for visiting us at the Workday Podcast and sharing your insights today. I think uh, fantastic information and your background has been uh, spot on in terms of what I think a lot of people can find value on these topics. Uh, For everyone, if you like what you've heard, please subscribe to our podcast and we will talk to you again in the near future. Thank you, Margo. Thank you for having me.